When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dtw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello everyone and welcome along to another episode of the dublin to denver podcast i'm colin cronin and delighted to be joined today by Stuart roach Stuart, how are you doing good colin how are you sir not too shabby at all. We are recording this on what will be the, the first official day of Broncos training camp. The, the wait is almost over. It feels that I suppose training camp is starting later um, th- this year. I don't know um, that that's just how it feels. And obviously the, the preseason is, is just around the corner. But a couple of maybe noticeable absences uh, from training camp, Stuart, uh, at t- certainly to to begin training camp. Yeah, so I think Colm, the obviously the biggest name um, <clears throat> that was mentioned yesterday was uh, Randy Gregory. The uh, I suppose you, you apart from the Russell Wilson pickup, uh, you could argue that Randy Gregory is probably the biggest um, off season addition to the team. Um, to try and sort of nail down that uh, uh, at least one of the um, hugely important pass rushing positions. Um, yeah, Randy Gregory is going to start the season on pulp now. According to Mike Cliss, who's a, an old friend of the the program, um, he's been able to participate in everything up to this point, such as weights and and, and that kind of those part of activities. But he's not going to be involved in training camp. He's starting on pulp. Um, they are hopeful that he will be ready for uh, the week one opener against the Seahawks. Um, so I think, look, I, I guess with something like this, you're better off taking it um, conservatively um, because as we sort of touched on last week, Randy Gregory, who is a late starter in the NFL for reasons I'm sure are well-documented now at this stage, most of the listeners would know. Um, Randy Gregory has a history of injuries. Um, there's always a risk when you sign 
a big name free agent that has had trouble in the past, you're always taking something of a gamble. The argument is that Randy Gregory is probably worth it because I guess he would have been one of, if not the most um, impressive pass rushes out there on the market at that stage when we signed him. Um, but you are taking a risk. And look, hopefully this will be fine at the end of the day. These are just camp stories. These are something that you look back on later on when Randy Gregory's got 10 sacks by the end of um, November, you know, middle of December. And you kind of, you look back and you laugh. Remember, we were so concerned about Randy Gregory not starting this, not being able to participate in training camp. Maybe this will be the thing that will keep him fresh for later on in the year. But I'm not going to lie, it is a concern. Injured player is still injured. Shock um, would be the, Daily Mail or Daily, <laughs> Daily Mirror headline um, in this instant. Um, so, yeah, not not ideal. You do want everybody to, in an ideal world, to, you know, you want the entire roster to be able to participate. But, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to be the case. Uh, just to touch on that, I did see that um, already we've had our first tweet about Bradley Chubb. Looks as um, impressive and looks like he's back to his old self. Uh, so that, that, that either is the sign of hopefully great news or one of those tweets that uh uh you know happened immediately before disaster time will tell unfortunately i think i know where my money is going to go well look it is that time of year where i suppose everyone's kind of in the um the 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 best shape of their lives everybody says it's a special group of players everybody says they're they're hoping to accomplish big things i've seen uh, some good parody videos on tiktok and twitter over the about player press conferences at at this time of year i suppose the the other on on the kind of um, pass rush side jonathan cooper at isn't going on pop, but will, um, you know, kind of be out for the, the beginning of training camp as he recovers uh, from uh, surgery on his um, finger. So he injured that during OTAs. So I suppose for, for Nick Benito, it's the opportunity to get some first team reps for uh, for him. I think we talked about last week, Stuart, how important a role he could play uh, this season com- coming in. And um, it's good the uh we at least have have him there so we'll get to see early i suppose how how he can can do um the other uh person who um will start on on the pup is uh, billy turner and i suppose that uh, means that the the battle for the starting right tackle um initially will be between tom compton and, and calvin anderson um, I, there's certainly been a buzz around Calvin Anderson that this could potentially be his year. Um, Billy Turner, obviously known to Daniel Hackett, uh, given his, the, the time they spent together in Green Bay. Uh, for for you, Stuart, what are your thoughts on that that battle to be the starting right tackle? I've always liked Calvin Anderson when I've seen him play, Colin. Now, he hasn't played a huge amount of games with the Broncos, Um but he certainly looks the part, and you know, given the, um, the I suppose the, the Manalik Watson um, uh, sort of low benchmark, and um, certainly he'd be far more impressive than our old friend Manalik. And we have had the, I, I guess with inside linebackers, um, Roy Tackle has been in a state of flux for a long time. It seems like I, I think inside linebackers probably not as much uh, in a state of chassis as uh, Sean O'Casey would put it. Um, 
because you do have two good players. I think they're, you know, are, we've had good players there. I think their limitations are they haven't really been able to cover the tight end, but certainly players like Josie Jewell are very good two-down linebackers, you know, when the, the, and Todd Davis previously would have been. Right tackle is something that we seem just incapable of getting sort of locked down. Um, it's a revolving door there. I mean, I think at some point, I know we don't really have <laughs> first-round draft picks for a while, and that's fine. We're cool with that because of what we got for it. Um but at some stage, we are going to have to spend some premium um, capital on a, on a right tackle. I think we've we've kind of, you know, without getting too much into the cliche, we do seem to have attempted to apply a sticking plaster to a broken leg um, in that position for too long now. Um, but having said all that, I think this is a good opportunity for Calvin Anderson. I, I, and the other thing as well is I wouldn't have considered Billy Turner to be a lock. Um, I know that Coach Hackett brought him from Green Bay. Obviously, he did well at Green Bay. I think you and myself have spoken about this column. I think we were surprised to see Billy Turner get as much game time at the Packers. Um, but he seemed to have improved. Um, so it wasn't a pickup that I was shaking my head at as to why we went for it. But I would think, you know, for example, you're talking about Nick Benito there, um, the, uh, the second rounder who's got a great burst. It would be great for him to, to take this opportunity to get, you know, reps with the first team. But realistically, we know that once Randy Gregory and hopefully Bradley Chubbs does stay fit, then he's going to be at best third or fourth string. Um, I would say, you know, that's just the way it is. Bradley Chubb is 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 a high pick. You know, they've a lot invested in him. Randy Gregory is the was the the the, the big player that went down to sign a free agency. That's just the way it is. Um, Billy Turner, it does not have that sort of uh, cachet, I suppose, in the sense that. He, yes, he was picked up in the offseason, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like that to me would be a genuine camp battle. Do you know what I mean? There is no camp battle between Nick Benito and, and Bradley Chubb, for example, or Randy Gregory. That's just not going to be the case. I think Alvin Anderson has a chance. And I think this gives him a leg up. I think if he can take advantage of this start, um, then it's not like Billy Turner has such a track record as being an outstanding right tackle that he's just going to demand to get his place back by the mere fact of who he is when he returns to full fitness. If Calvin Anderson gets that locked down, then you go with Calvin Anderson into the start of the season. And from what I've seen of him, which is very limited, let's be honest, um, he looks a good player. He really looks the part. You know, he looks like what you would expect an NFL tackle to look like. Um, and in the games that I've seen him playing, I've rarely seen him burnt. I've rarely seen him destroyed by an outside pass, which he seems to, to get it. And, and he is spoken of highly um, amongst coaching staff. And they, they do, you know, they speak to his sort of intelligence. They speak to his dedication, his hard work. Um, and you get the feeling that this is a guy who's, he, you know, he, he's been around the Broncos now for, I don't know, what, three, four years at this point, Carl? Um, there's a reason they keep a guy like that around, you know, and I think maybe it would be great if this was the time where finally he gets a proper shot. And if he takes it, then, uh, you know, it'd be brilliant if, if right tackle was a position that we could somehow get locked down because we really have struggled um, over the years. Um, the best one was that I, I, his name escapes me last year, the chap last, last we had last season and um, who unfortunately was quite old. What was his name? Um, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Do you remember? Oh, the, the Bobby Bobby Massey. Yeah, Bobby. No, um, who was the, maybe it was the year beforehand. The guy that we got from was it from the Buccaneers? Um, he, he got a lot of grief because he couldn't get out on a screenplay. Do you remember him? Although the, for the fact, the rest of the of, of most of the season, he was actually pretty effective. He's the best one we've had, and it shows either I'm getting really old or the fact that I can't even remember who he is. Probably a combination of both. So to suggest this is where right tackle has been for the Broncos for the last few years. Yeah, I, I mean, I think possibly um, Dotson is uh, is is Dotson. who you're you're yes. thinking of, but I Demar, think it's understandable. Demar, Demar Dotson, isn't it? Demar Dotson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the best right tackle we've had since I can't remember <laughs> the previous decent yes. one. And I, I I agree. I think asking a guy who um, at that point was a ten or eleven year veteran in the league um, to you know try to get forty yards downfield on a screen was ridiculous. He was very solid. Um, in what he did but you know you you can't ask players to to do things that you know they 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 physically uh can't do you know um yeah. and, and and that is something that certainly under the, the previous coaching regime i think we saw a little too much of um you know they and and hopefully uh that w- was something that won't continue uh under the the, the hackett re- regime and yeah, I, I would agree with what you've been saying in terms of we, we need a long-term solution. It would be great if it, if it was to be, um, say, Calvin Anderson uh, seems like a really good guy. The stories around him are really good. He, he certainly puts the, the effort in. Um, and, and as you mentioned, he, he will get the opportunity, uh, hopefully. I, I understand in terms of um, Hackett bringing in Billy Turner and I understand in ways the Tom Compton signing because you know established guys you know you, you're you're looking to also you know it's a younger offense you're looking to bed guys in so uh, I, I think they've probably looked at a number of different options so we will see how that plays out now, well, the, I, I think Compton can play uh, guard pretty effectively too from what I, I didn't he play guard a lot for the Niners, I know he ended up playing at right tackle in the championship game, but I think Compton has played guards, so he could be, you know, a guy who can play two positions reasonably well is always very attractive to the coaches. So, you know, Compton is somebody who, to be honest, until you mentioned there a minute ago, I'd completely forgotten that we signed. <laughs> but uh, he could he's somebody that you will almost certainly see suited up on game day, week in, week out, you know. And I suppose then, Stuart, the the other one to to, to miss out at the start, and uh, you know, it's it's not hugely unexpected given the litany of injuries that he unfortunately um, has had to to deal with, um, and and maybe at the the time of the initial injury. Bron- Broncos country wasn't aware of just how serious it was because we, you know, it, it seemed like an ACL injury, but it was also uh, a dislocated hip. Um, and he went through real issues around numbness um, in, in his legs uh, and, and it took a long time for him to, to really recover. But KJ Abner will begin on Pup, a guy who, you know, w- really offers something very different for our, from the rest of our receiving corps. Yeah, that's that. That was disappointing to hear. Understandable too, as you said, Colin. It wasn't just a, you know, I choose these words carefully, a straight up ACL. Um, there was lots of other bits and pieces involved. As you said, a dislocated hip. It seemed like his entire leg was was really, you know, mangled by by the incident, which is really unfortunate because, as you said, KJ Hamler is 
if, even if you look at our wide receivers, they all kind of have the same build. They look the same. They're the same shape. They sort of tend to have the same kind of speed. We, you know, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, they're of a similar type, even um, Tyree Cleveland, Seth Williams, those guys that they brought in, you know, the practice squad guys, they all have a similar build. Um, KJ Hamler is somebody completely different to that. And I think we did see flashes, even though he was playing with with Locke and Bridgewater. Um, and he did see flashes of potentially what he could do. That game, in particular against the Panthers, I think was his was his breakout game. So you saw what he could bring to the table, um, but you're always worried um, when a guy, you know, suffers that kind of injury, especially for a player for whom speed is clearly his primary asset. Um, and I know medical, um, uh, there's been a great advancements in sports injuries in medicine. And, I, and, and I, you know, certainly when myself and yourself would have started watching American football, indeed football here in, in Europe, an ACL was effectively the end you. Um, that's not the case now, but you would worry um, just, you know, a setback like this. If it is indeed a setback, maybe they could be taking it easy with him the way they are with Randy Berry. I'm not sure. Um, but you you, you ideally would have liked KJ Hammer to be out in the field as soon as possible um, because he does, as you say, give us something different. Um, speed like that stretches the field too. It can take the top off a of defence. They always have to respect that. Um, the wide receivers the Broncos have now are all very good. They're all very effective, um, but they tend to do the same thing. Maybe Jerry Judy is slightly different to Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton, but we don't have that elite burner speed unless I, I think we did draft the guy whose name escapes me um, from the small college who who is predicted to be more of a, um, a kick returner. Um, he does have blazing speed and he is also a wide receiver, so maybe he'll get the KJ Hamler slot. But yeah, you just wish for a break for the guy because, you know, we all love those videos with him and his mom, you know, when he was coming out of the draft and stuff. And again, another guy who seems like a really good person. Um, but that was not ideal news. So fingers crossed that we can get KJ Hammer fit again because we, I think we really do need him. And I think uh, a quarterback like Russell Wilson will be able to deliver the ball to KJ Hamler where he needs it, you know, running onto the ball the way, say, the West Coast offense over the years may have been able to utilize guys where it's the it's the run after the catch. KJ Hammer is a player who who I would have thought would have thrived uh, in in a system like that. Um, so yeah, just that's that's pretty unfortunate and certainly one to keep an eye on. But I guess you could argue, Colin, that that also does open the door for somebody else. Yeah, um, I think Montreal Washington is maybe who you were thinking of. That's uh, right. In terms of yeah. the, the fifth round in the in the draft. Yeah, look, I, I, so, you know, we would love. Hopefully, uh, KJ can come back and really get the opportunity to to shine. It has, unfortunately, for him, really good guy, but it has been a stop start um, beginning to an NFL career. Um, the, the hip injury, you know, it, it, it's concerning um, because you know that that the as the ACL. We've seen players come back, hit the hip piece. I really hope he can, because I do think, yeah, he can be an X factor. He can offer something different. He can allow Russ um, to to have an outlet for that that deep ball. And uh, when you know he's at full pelt, he is a nightmare uh, for uh, opposing defenders to to deal with. For me, I suppose with the Broncos coming onto the field today, the, the biggest thing is 
avoiding any more injuries. Um, we know at, at around this time last year, the, the Ravens essentially lost their entire running back room um, early on in training camp and had to bring guy, guys in. So the, the biggest thing for me for the, the rest of week one as, as the Broncos uh, take to the field to, today will be to avoid any any more injuries. Stuart, as, as we, we wrap up, any uh, anything in particular you will be, anything else you'll be looking for in week one? Yeah, the, can't wait to see the quarterback battle play out. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, just kidding. Uh, no, that's a genuine relief to not have to hear about that. Um, I'll be keeping an eye on the things that we touched on, Colin. I think um, right tackle is clearly something that we we um we we need to uh to, to watch closely i think in fairness most of the rest of the line um is decent um i uh, i noticed that you know when we've been speaking a lot on this podcast about various lists that have been that have been drawn up and and you know how pleasantly it was surprising was to see some broncos players on there and, and you know and justified in the cases of, of all of them but um i didn't see the broncos appearing on any of the top 10 offensive line units um so we have a bit of a way to go there but i do think our offensive line is is decent for the most part i think um we've gotten that sort of mostly sorted out but as you know yourself if you've got one weak chink on the offensive line then it doesn't really matter because defenses will just target that repeatedly so we need to get that right tackle locked down keep a close eye on that and um I was interested before I found out about Randy Gregory, but I am I am intrigued to see what Nick Benito can bring to the table. Um, I think that's very important, as as we spoke about last week. Unfortunately, the Broncos' third um, uh, third pass rusher tends to become a starter a couple of weeks in, and he's got an opportunity to to be that guy as well as Malik Reed has done over the years. And we need four or five pass rushers, so I'll, hopefully, we'll see him making some plays because I think that will be important. Um, and just looking forward to seeing Russell Wilson out there. It's been an awfully long time. It's been, what, seven years now since we've had a, a, a genuine franchise quarterback uh, to start training camp. And as you said, please say prayers, light candles, sacrifice, don't sacrifice animals, but you know, uh, pretend to sacrifice whatever you want, that we do not get any significant injuries to any of our important players, or indeed any of our players at all. Absolutely. Plenty to look forward to as we finally enter uh, training camp. Stuart, thank you for joining me today. You can find Stuart on um, Twitter at PurpleHeartTC. I'm on there at uh, Cullum from Cork. Uh, if you enjoyed the, the podcast, uh, you might uh, consider giving us a rating wherever you listen to it. We will be back next week to, I suppose, talk about week one and, and look forward to impending preseason games at that point. But for now, go Broncos. Go Broncos. <laughs>